Hi, this is Jim Brangenberg, the host of the I Work For Him radio show. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast, where we discuss our workplace as our mission field. The live version of our show can be heard each weekday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern on AM 570 and 910 WTBN, locally in the Tampa Bay area, and worldwide on the web at letstalkfaith.com or iHeartRadio. Our website, iWorkForHim.com, has great resources on how you can learn about how your workplace can be your mission field. And also check out the sponsors that bring you the radio show each and every day. And while you're there on I Work For Him, click on the I Work For Him Nation flag and prayerfully consider joining the I Work For Him Nation. Join thousands around the globe praying for their coworkers and employees by name each and every day. That's IWorkForHim.com. I Work, the number four, Him.com. Remember, your workplace is your mission field, and in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Thanks again for listening. I hope this broadcast will make an impact on your life so that you'll never look at your workplace the same again. Let's get to today's show. You've tuned into the fastest one hour in Christian Talk Radio. Thanks for tuning in to I Work For Him today as Martha and I welcome into the studio for a very fast-moving conversation, Lisa Marie Garcia and Francis Fernandez from Now SC Press. Here's the question that they're answering. Giving, how do you give the voice to the lost, the lonely, and the underprivileged? How do we do that? That's a question. How do we do that? How do we minister to the masses when we only have so much time and so much energy? And life can be a little overwhelming at times, maybe just a little. But today we get to see how two different sets of people, second half of the show, we get another guest coming on, a business owner who's going to share how he's incorporating his faith into what he's doing. But first, the testimony and the story behind NowSCPress.com, NowSCPress.com. We got Lisa Marie Garcia and Francis Fernandez. Welcome to I Work For Him. Thank you, Jim. Thank you so much for having us. We're grateful to have you on the air today. We really are. And, you know, as I've gotten to know both of you, we knew that um, you guys have a story to tell, not only through the things you're doing in actual written work, um, through what that is, but what God's been doing in your life. And we want our listeners to hear that. And so as they get to know you a little bit, the first thing I just want to ask is, you know, what are each of you seeing the Lord do in your life already in 2017? Francis, you first. Wow. Um, so many things are happening rather quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's such an accelerated pace to the things that he's doing, uh, both personal and now in the professional aspect. Mm-hmm. And now SC Press is, is a big part of that, where he took me from starting a women for uh, Christian Women magazine, mm-hmm. now being part of a publishing company to help even more, you know, bring that voice of a woman out that he's just calling these women to share their testimonies and their lives for others to hear and and be encouraged of what God has done in their life. So it's just been amazing. The ride is just crazy right now. Lisa Marie, what about you? How have you seen the Lord work in your life, specifically as he shapes you and molds you into looking more like his son? Wow. Well, that's exactly what he's doing um, in in the business. I think um, a, a few months back, uh, he told me, this is your mission. And I have never thought of myself as a missionary. I, mm. For me, that was someone that got on a plane and went far, far away to a third world country, right? You raised a lot of money for you, supported, yeah. but I was never that person. It just never occurred to me, which now seems somewhat ridiculous. But uh, he told me no, that. and just so, I, just so you know, there's thousands of people listening people. going, no, until I heard I work for him, we had no idea that either. <laughs> so it's okay. Well, and then just even last Sunday, um, I was uh, in service and... He said very clearly, you know, keep focused on the business and the, the, the 
business is your mission. So again, it was just reiterated as, as if I wouldn't know already, but I do know that now. Um, the genesis of this, which is really something I think important, was that in November of 2015, I'd had my technology company, my second technology company, but basically doing being in IT for the last um, 18 years. And I was in service again, and I very clearly asked him, Lord, either let the technology company be what you want it to be or do something completely else. Well, he spoke loud and clear, like he does when we ask him. And uh, the next thing I know, you know, a year and a half later, right now, I'm a publisher and promoter, and I understand that he was uh, giving me all this training to be that, to be in this company. It is, it's fun to see the Lord move, and it is fun to see the specifics of how he moves in our lives. But as you just mentioned, hey, it's important that we recognize that our workplace is our mission field. But that is something that, you know, I, I operated 20 years in the insurance business and the IT world. Nobody ever told me my workplace was my mission field. I mean, right. I, I thought I had to go to seminary or Martha and I had to go overseas to go do something. Nobody told us, hey, what about right there? And in the IT world and the publishing world, it doesn't matter where it is. There's people there that need Jesus. That's exactly right. And uh, what's curious now or what's amazing now and curious is that people that I meet will say, I knew that was a divine appointment or we had a divine meeting. I mean, those kind of um, terms for meetings with me in business never came up until mm -hmm. now. So I love that. We're talking in studio today with Lisa Marie Garcia and Francis Fernandez from Now SC Press. You can check them out online at nowscpress.com. Nowscpress.com. Francis, why don't you just give us just a little brief overview of what Now SC Press is all about? It's about um, helping that voice of the woman, um, you know, be amplified in the world. And so Again, it reiterates already that vision where God is calling you out to share your testimony with other women. There is a woman that needs to know what you are going through or what you possibly live through, that God was there for you. And so now someone else could be experiencing that same exact thing. And so that's what we want to do is help you write that book where you share that story. You know, we're just talking about the book I'm finishing up and it's about raising my five boys and the way that I did and how it started and what God taught me in that process. And so I'm doing it not because of me, it's because I need these moms to know what you're doing is so valuable. What you're going through is just temporary. And the overall thing is, you're gonna look back and you're gonna say, man, I miss those years. You know, wow, I, I enjoyed that. These activities, the things that the boys will remember is not, you know, the things that lacked or, or anything like that. It was the moments you spent, the memories you built with them. So why don't you share a little bit about um, the how the the Lord brought you two together to create this business now, SC Press? Well, it sort of even starts with the book that she's talking about. Um, she was actually, um, Frances Fernandez was going to be a client of now SC Press. So we met her for a client meeting, mm -hmm. and Frances shared with us at the meeting that God handed her a book. So she knew that she was supposed to write the book. And um, and as I got to, so she was a client for a while. And as I got to know Francis as a client, I'll tell you what I was struck by. Um, you know, my my most my most precious job that I'm thankful for and I love is being a mom. And I try to do my best at that. But as I met Francis, she's got such um, she she's such a mother that prayers that prays. 
and just very deliberate prayer that she does for her sons and just the way that she handles motherhood. It was really, um, really taught me some unique things that I hadn't heard before. So, so this is what is part of her book. But basically what happened was that client relationship turned into where God touched both of us to say, we're supposed to merge the magazine. And we both found mm-hmm. about out that independently. I had no idea that we were going to have a publish a magazine and I wasn't a hundred percent sure. But then when I mentioned it to Francis, she said, yes, Lisa, I know. Uh, God spoke to her too about the magazine. So again, all through him, you know, when you say God run my business and you mean it and you live it and you practice it, he does. And so basically the short story then is that uh, we became equity partners and formed this company. Lisa, just start with, I want to just step back a little bit because you, as you just, you know, you said so very, very well that, you know, you understand your workplace as your mission field now. Who introduced you to the idea that your faith and work were supposed to be interconnected, that your workplace was your mission field? How did, where did you first hear that? You know what? I, I, there's not a human that did that. There's not a human being or there mm-hmm. wasn't an example in my life where I saw that. I will say that when I was promoting my first book, so I was here in Tampa. And your first book was which one? Was the Never Drink Coffee During a Business Meeting. Okay. I remember meeting with a radio host and I remember leaving that saying to that person, you know, I'm kind of jealous of you because you get to do God's work all the time. You get to talk to amazing people and you're all about Jesus. So I remember that really striking me as something different. And then really just, I mean, God just has been opening up and softening my heart and making me really understand maybe it's maturity and age um, too, that, you know, you are who you are as a mom, as a tennis member that I'm on a tennis team, as a publisher, as, you know, a daughter of God. I mean, you are who you are. So all of it, is one, and that's your business and your personal life. Francis, what about you? I mean, who first introduced that idea to you? Where did you get the idea that your faith and your work should be connected? For me, it's all about serving God, no matter what I'm doing, whether it's in motherhood, whether it's being a wife, whether it's being someone's friend, it's always about serving God and exemplifying, you know, who he is in my life to others. So it just made sense. To but did you ever see it demonstrated? Uh, I can't say, you know, that I've had an example of someone. Um, However, in conversations with my husband, when he deals with things at work, he always, you know, has asked me, let's pray about this situation. Let's, you know, will you pray? I have something happening with an employee or, and we do pray about it, but he doesn't, you know, he does work in a normal workplace and he does pray at the location where he is at and things like that. So I guess I could say he, he has been somewhat of an example, but for us, it's not. It's just second nature to exemplify Christ no matter where we are and what we're doing. I mean, he's just part of what's ingrained in our fiber. And hopefully, as parents and as business people, we're then teaching our kids that there's not a separation. So Absolutely. this next generation doesn't have to go through the, I wish we would have gotten that Absolutely. sooner right. concept. Right. Absolutely. Martha, it's St. Patrick's Day. You know, I did a little research on this from my blog, which, yes, by the way, did. people could sign up for our my blog right on their website, right? Iworkforhim.com. Yep. Did you know St. Patrick's Day has nothing to do with four-leaf clovers? It has nothing to do with snakes being driven off the island of Ireland. That the St. Patrick that we celebrate was actually an incredible evangelist who led thousands and thousands of people who lived in Ireland to know Jesus. Well, if they just heard the integrity moment, Rick talked about that a little bit today, and he actually used the clover to explain the Trinity. He used the, the three, three leaf, leaf clover, clover, not the so, four leaf and clover, and no green beer. So, but <laughs> shamrock shakes, you know, we're all about that today here. Another free plug <laughs> for somebody who's not paying to be on iWork for him. That's right. 
All right, so we got in studio with us today, Lisa Marie Garcia and Francis Fernandez. They've just formed NowSCPress.com, NowSCPress.com, but they are authors, they are already publishers, they've already done this, and they want to hear your story, but we'll let them tell you that in just a minute. I made reference, Lisa Marie, right before the break, you've written this book. It's one of your older books. I know it's it's like from years ago. One year. So that's years ago. <laughs> I know. I just want, and I have not. Everybody knows. Listen to this show if they listen it of any time. If I highlight a book, typically I get a chance to read it ahead of time. I have not had a chance to read your book, but I am intrigued by the cover. Never drink coffee during a business meeting. Now I can tell you, I would never do that, but I would drink a Mountain Dew. Why shouldn't I drink coffee during a business meeting? Well, I'm supposed to tell you that you have to read the book to find out. Read the book. And don't wait I'm for the movie. You, yes, and this is all from the marketing spin, right? And look at the table of contents. If you don't answer my question, I'm cutting your okay, mic. Okay, here we go. <laughs> so the reason that you don't drink coffee during a business meeting is because you don't leave your meeting. So don't drink anything, including coffee, while you're in the meeting and be away as decisions are made without you or topics are brought up that you want input in. And it's part of the corporate advice that's that book. My employee in the technical in my tech company was a recent college graduate and so I really had to train them from the ground up to be uh, and given them to be the employee that I needed and the mm-hmm. book is full of those tips so that's one of them Great. so it is a book that we are going to give away after the bottom of the half hour never drink coffee during a business meeting insider advice from a top female CEO all right, Francis Fernandez, you've got a magazine we've highlighted on the air before, Strong and Courageous Women. Why don't you give us an update on what's going on with Strong and Courageous Women magazine? It's growing. Um, we are having more and more women um, come alongside with us and contribute to the magazine. Just women that we are meeting along the way. I mean, it just so happened the other day we're at the book launch for um, Lisa's second book. And, you know, just women were walking up to the table, were giving away copies of the magazine, and they were like, so talk to us about the magazine, and how can I, you know, be part of this, and all this. So I said, well, first start taking the magazine and read it, and then let us know if you want to be contributors to the magazine, if there's anything you feel that you would like to share with us, whether it's about faith or motherhood or, or marriage, or, you know, maybe you you're you have a cookbook and you want to share your culinary tips. And so it's been growing. I mean, with And if you want to do that live on the radio, we'll do it right of, here as long as you bring the food with you. <laughs> a lot of women that are joining us in and just partnering with us and, and sharing their voice. I mean, because that's what this is all about. It's about helping these women to amplify their voice. And one of the big milestones in the magazine is that now we're digital and print. Yes. And we also are talking a little bit about maybe an app um, possibility and and maybe God's bringing another magazine around to us. We don't know. I mean, we're just open to things and we leave meetings and we'll call each other in the car and I'll say, you know, I'm kind of feeling like this might happen. She's like, me too. Like, okay, put it on the chart. Let's start planning for it. You know, so it's well, and that really exciting. circles around to what you were saying before about being a mother of prayer. And so let's talk about that a little bit in your business, what that looks like and how you guys are really trying to find out what God is sensing you to do. What does that look like for now, SC Press? We move slowly and yes. we we pray intently, right? Absolutely. So we, we do. And um, even on small decisions, um, you know, I am one of my personal um what I'm trying to work on is ma- is really making sure I'm really hearing him the first time and mm-hmm. really making sure that I trust in everything he says and getting away from um, that idea of, is it me 
or is it him? So if I really feel, and I'm really trying to focus on that to know most of the time it's not me. I mean, it is really him and just to trust and go on. But that's how we, that's how we make the, even the smallest decisions. And, and that is just patiently listen. And we always discuss as well, uh, if God is speaking something into my heart about the, the business and then I pray about it and then I tell her, she prays about it. And then we come back and we're like, okay, what did you, yeah. you know, believe God was telling you? Mm-hmm. And then it, it, God is so it's good that it same. just always correlates always. with what is happening. Even with, you know, potential clients, we're like, okay, we're going into this meeting. We pray that morning. We spend time in prayer. God, if this client is not from you, if this is not what, no matter how much money this client brings to the table, we don't want to, no. you know, do anything that you are not calling us to do. But and, how tempting is that? Somebody's got a lot of money. And you know you could use a little money because you're a startup magazine operation, startup press uh, publisher. Somebody's got a lot of money. How tempting is it to go, hmm, maybe we could take that money and somehow make it work? You know, it would be tempting for me if I had anxiety about the finances, but God gave me a piece. And so I don't have anxiety about the piece. And he always delivers. He always Mm -hmm. has. He always will. So don't have anxiety about it. So if you don't have that, then you don't care about it. You know, you don't care about because you know the right person will come and the funds will come but, but as come needed. But come on, you got, be human with me, would you? <laughs> it is, I, mean, I am being it human. It is extremely tempting. Thank and you, Francis, for being real. That, and okay. I'm going to give you a prime example. It, it is extremely tempting. We had someone sit before us and say, I'm, I, this is what I have. This is what I'm going to do. I mean, here's a manuscript. We're ready to go. And we walked away from that table and we said, Lord, we're praying about this client. You let us know. Give us peace. Mm. Not even 48 hours later, she called us back and she said, you know what, Um, I'm going to hold off a little bit. I'm going to hold off. And we didn't even question it. We did not question that process. Another 48 hours passed, and she said, you know what, I'm actually going to change. I changed my mind. Here's what I'm going to do, and I'm going to, you know, and I'll let you guys know if and when I decide to go with you. We did not question that process Hmm. because we prayed the moment that person walked away from that table, and we said, if this is not for us to handle then don't give it to us. Well, and Lisa Marie, I wasn't trying to just ride you to it. Well, I was trying <laughs> sure to ride you. Were. I just, yeah, I was. Okay. You're, you're right, I was. I, I just, because I want people to be real. I mean, because you guys are in a business together. The Lord has led you to, to form now SC Press. I mean, it's a big deal having a partnership, number one. Number two, you're trying to give a voice to women, a, a, a voice to women for women, to Absolutely. hear those stories. But it's a struggle getting anything started. I mean, the money's not, it's not like the economy is over bulging with dollars. No, it's not. And we're self-funded startups, so it's our money. Um, I think, though, it, some of it goes back to the idea, you know, I wrote that business book because I'd been in business for 16, 18 years. I mean, I have been, you know, ha- owning a business, ha- running my own finances for that long so that when I approached this company, I was already the risk taker, right? And I was already the one forecasting. And I already knew that idea of, all right, when your bank account's looking low, don't panic, what's in the pipeline? So I already had those skills that God gave me through my first company. But it, it is it is reality. And, and I prayed for it. I prayed for peace when I had anxiety back a couple years ago, and he gave it to me. He's so gracious that he gave that to me. You know, and I think that's what I want our listeners to hear is the fact that, you know, you do have to run a real business, Mm -hmm. but yet doing it in such a way that honors the Lord and anxiety doesn't gain you anything. It's robs from you. So learning those lessons along the way and then being able to tell our listeners about it so that they can be encouraged as well and say, you know what? Yeah, there's tough days. There are days where we don't know what the next step is going to be, but allowing the Lord to provide that, but you're still doing the work. You're still asking, you know, yes, (laughs) I 
I can only imagine all the you have book launches. You've been on the t- on TV. You are you're speaking with authors. You are seeing what the Lord has. And I know in that world, you're working way ahead of when people finally get the end product. Yes, so absolutely. there's so much back end that needs to be done in that area. So tell us um, one other thing that maybe you um, are seeking the Lord on or, or asking him to make sure that you are doing as a part of your business. Anything? Um, the next thing that, I mean, we have several things, uh, like Lisa mentioned, for the magazine and both for the publishing uh, part that, you know, God's just been speaking to our hearts. But one of the bigger things is um, we have an end of year event that we're just really praying about yeah. that God would give us the yes, the go, the mm-hmm. bring the pieces together type of situation. And we're just fervently praying right now. Um, I can't even <laughs> express that. Uh, the word is just, you know, I, we just really are seeking his face as to, yes, Lord, is this the timing? How do we prepare? What are the things that need to, you know, to bring this all together? Because we want to do things in excellence at all times that are it's going to exemplify him, but also amplify his grace and his spirit in our lives. It's always a challenge starting something from scratch, but when the Lord gives you clear direction, mm. it makes sense. So now SC Press is that clear direction That's for right. you two. You weren't expecting to be brought together as partners. You're, you're taking the, the the strong and courageous women magazine. You're taking now press. You smashed them all together. Now scpress.com. What is what, what do you think? If you just were to guess, Lord, this is what I think you're doing with this. Mm. What do you think, Lisa Marie? What do you think He's mm. going to do with this? Because I know you're focused on giving a voice to women. So what do you think he's going to do? He's using us to get his to to spread his word, and and actually Francis saw it. She had a prophetic um, scene of of many pens coming down from the sky, and I close my eyes and I can see that too. So we see it. I mean, God is on the move, and we all keep hearing mm-hmm. that and singing it, and over and over he's on the move, and so we feel he's his voice is on the move through our company. Will you only produce a, a, or publish a book for a woman, or will you publish a book for a man too? We do have an imprint called SC Men, Strong Courageous Men, so we will publish for men as well, um, and we will pub, we do publish secular books and cookbooks and things like that. But our values are always biblical values so they just cannot the manuscript cannot be against biblical values in any way of course Fabulous. francis says you've been doing strong and courageous women magazine now a little it's over a year now right it's not couple, yet not yet my, so my baby's not really, a year old yet but it's very close it's, it's very, july july well, that's, yes. that's it's faster right than you corner. can imagine that's right <laughs> i'm planning the birthday party but it's like <laughs> uh. what's the, what's been the biggest stressor for you this radio, you can't be quiet. People can see her face. She's like, I, her, her, her face. Her face was. I have to pick one. Well, you got to remember, they're working with women. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't say that. I did not say that. I want to be on I record. Know, I, I did not say that. They work with you, Martha. I know, it's you're, you're a piece of pie, Martha. You're, you're amazing. She is amazing. I love that I get to work with Martha. So oh, that's not true. You're so and sweet. I love that I get to work with Lisa every day. She pushes me. But the, so there's so never much. any drama with women. Not no. Oh, not good. Well, not, not with us, you guys. No, no, no. 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 <laughs> there's drama with men and women. There is. It's just, we, uh, and just honestly, you know, sorry, I think Jim. we've gotten to that point as well. I think it has to do with maturity. Where you know we don't we don't even uh, pay attention to that. Yeah. But what what you're saying, my biggest struggles have been advertisers. Mm-hmm. That's my biggest struggle. I want women with businesses to come and 
help me grow this baby a little bit more. Check Lisa Marie Garcia and Francis Fernandez out online at nowscpress.com. Nowscpress.com. Ladies, thanks for joining us on I Work For Him today. Thank you so much for this awesome opportunity. All right, as we move on to the second segment of I Work For Him, I want to welcome Bill Wolf. He's the owner of Midway Services based right here out of Tampa Bay, but doing work all over the country. Bill Wolf, welcome back to I Work For Him. Thanks so much. I appreciate that, Jim. Well, it's just good to have a friend on the air, and I'm just so proud of the, the, the message and the witness that you put here in the counties that we live in here in Tampa Bay. And I wanted people to be inspired by your testimony, for the people just to hear. I know you're just a normal guy. I know we've had a lot of conversations. You don't, you don't think you're doing anything special. I, I get that. But I want people to also hear that. I want people to hear from your heart. So let's just start off with Bill Wolf from Midway Services. Just who taught you? that your workplace was your mission field? Well, I mean, I, you know, as, as we're, we're, we're all grown up and, uh, you know, our mission place as we become Christ followers becomes wherever we're at. So consequently, that's a spillover of just our lifestyle. I mean, we should constantly re- recognize that the Holy Spirit is in us, among us, and, and uh, we are around Him all the time. And we need to guard our hearts, obviously, guard our actions, and, you know, the old saying, you know, that we learned in kindergarten, treat others the way you want to be treated, all of those kind of attributes should, you know, guide my life. Certainly wish that I lived it day in and day out all the time, but that is the mantra of what I try to live out and, and live my life by. And I think it's, you know, just a, a, a word of encouragement to all of us. We all make mistakes, and, and certainly that's why Christ came for us. But can we live our life out, you know, a day at a time, a moment at a time sometimes? And, and uh, you look back over your shoulder and not too many years have gone by and you recognize that, hey, I'm actually accomplishing something for the kingdom and I didn't even realize it. Well, uh, and I lived in the same world where I was taught those same things, but I really had a hard time connecting my faith and my work. And and it's, but I had some, I had some people come alongside me and kind of give me that nudge that said, okay, Jim, if you're going to be an insurance guy, if you're going to be an IT guy, just know that that workplace becomes your mission field and you don't have to be a pastor in order to have a mission field. You can be a pastor right there in your own workplace. And really Midway Services is the past is the mission field that God has given you. you, you I mean, you're doing you're doing plumbing, you're doing air conditioning, you're doing electrical work, you're doing kitchen and bath remodels, but you're doing that as a kingdom project. So, I mean, how do you let your faith and your work come alive? together. I mean, how, what does that picture look like for you? Well, I think part of it is, is you know, again, going back to the, you know, treat others the way you want to be treated, uh, connecting people, you know, that is really what a business owner does, especially when he has a lot of talented people around him. And uh, as we glean talented people, we're only as good as the talent that we've got. I don't run a lot of machinery and that type of business. That's not my market. My market is, you know, taking tradespeople and and, uh, interviewing them and spending time with them and getting to know them and a little bit of their heart and making sure that they've got the heart to serve. And uh, many of the people that we've got, we're very, very fortunate. They're they're people that are, not all of them are Christ followers, but they have a heart to serve others. And when you start connecting the dots, if you would, that a customer has a need, 
and you and you hook them up with somebody that's working with you and working for you and, and as a team, and then what you're doing is you're serving that individual. So as we start doing those types of things, um, what happens is a customer recognizes that you become successful by that, and and then the employee gets you know jazzed by that as well because they're looking over their shoulder and saying, hey, I've done a good job here. And uh, we didn't get pushed and rushed to get this job done. We took our time and we did a good quality job. So that's that is the goal. So uh, you're, some, you're saying mm-hmm. you're saying that you're you're doing a, by doing a good job, you're bringing glory to the Lord. By doing a good job, you're having fun. You're you're as you said, your employees get jazzed by doing a good job. You're encouraging your customers by doing a good job. But at the same time, you're doing as Christ said, "Hey, love your neighbor as yourself." It, it really is. The fulfillment of what, when Jesus summarized the law, he said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. You're saying that you're doing plumbing, AC, and electrical, and and that fulfills some of what Jesus has called us to do. I think so. I think, I think, and especially when you look at it and you say, you know, we want to work as unto the Lord, right? So, you know, Jim, in, in your business, my business, and, and, and many of the listeners' business, are, are we working as unto the Lord? If, if I'm doing things that will honor Him, then, then, I'm, then, I'm, then I've got a good relationship vertically, right? If I'm doing things unethically, you know, again, the measure, measure, measurement for every, everyone here should be, is it immoral, unethical, or illegal? We, we, we certainly don't deal with any of that. Anything else, make a decision that's right for the customer, and, and ultimately you're going to be making the decision correctly probably 85 to 90% of the time. Did you ever see yourself growing up, and this is the business? I mean, when you were when you were a kid, you know, graduate from high school, you say, you know, when I grow up, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna run a plumbing, electrical, and uh, air conditioning, heat and air conditioning. Well, we live in Florida, so it's mostly air conditioning with a little bit of heat every once in a while. Is that what you grew up doing? That kind of thinking, this is what I'm gonna do. No. What it, what happened is again going back to serving a customers as customers would have a need, uh, we tried to fulfill that need, and, uh, and quite honestly, we would sometimes give a referral from you know a, a, I was grown up as a third generation plumber. I may give an electrical lead to somebody, and then an electrician would show up and say, "Hey, your plumber didn't know what he was doing. He shouldn't have told you thus and so." And and I thought, well, I sent the lead to you, and now you're kind of doing a little bit of a slam to us. So we had a number of customers that became very loyal to us on the plumbing side, and we said, maybe there's some other things that we can deliver to that same customer base. So again, encouraging uh, a lot of the listeners out there today, look at your business model that you're doing right now. Look at your customer base that's doing right now. And if they really like what you're doing because you're serving them, maybe not that you're doing print for them or that you're doing something specific for them, but if they have a need, then you have an opportunity to fulfill that need, not because you want to make more money, but because you want to serve them more. And as you do that, the rest of it, as Zig Ziglar would say, the rest of it will follow. Right. And and that is, it is so true. If you just do a great job for your customers, the and, and that's what you focus on. You don't focus on 
anything else but just doing an awesome job, your business will grow. And and, um, and that's what I love. Since you and I have gotten, I mean, I've been watching you for years. I mean, I, I, we've got a commercial that we're talking about with Midway Services. And, and my story goes back to Martha and I coming home in the middle of the night after an 11-day vacation on the road to Minnesota and back. And we got home at 4 o'clock in the morning and our air conditioning was out. And I'm trying to find somebody that's going to come out and fix my air conditioning because it's middle of July. And I called your number and somebody answered. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? Why are you answering the phone at 4 o'clock in the morning? Well, that's just what we do. Well, make a long story short, that's how I really found out, wow, okay, these people really do what they say they're going to do. That's pretty powerful. But how did you transition then Midway Services from being doing great plumbing, doing electrical, heating, and air conditioning work, and then you realized, wow, we could do all this together and do kitchen and bathroom models because that, to me, is the biggest ministry you have is doing kitchen and bathroom models because those are a living nightmare. Yeah. And again, uh, you know, you what you do is you listen to your customer and you hear where, where they're struggling in, in any of their environments, especially if you are customer-focused. And then you recognize the need. And, and the thing is, is uh, we ended up doing a lot of multifamily-type work. And what happened is, is we recognized that it wasn't that much more difficult than putting systems in place and putting talent in place and serving the customer. And then when you start to put that in place, it isn't very long before you can kind of stretch stretch your ability. You can stretch your knowledge. And again, I don't want to be the same guy in 2017 that I was in 2016, right? Every year I want to become you know, closer to the Lord. I want to become a, a better dad, a better husband, a better granddad, a better business, uh, you know, owner, uh, a better employer. So if if we grow day by day, week by week, month by month, year by year, we're going to get better at what we do. And by putting systems in place and recognizing that the customer's right, ultimately you end up being able to build a, a pretty neat system and a pretty neat uh, ability to be able to serve the community. We're talking today with Bill Wolf from Midway Services. Check him out online, midwayservices.com, midwayservices.com. You know, Bill, what I what I love, you know, Martha and I have now lived in Florida for 15 years, and I have all kinds of neighbors. We live in a house that's 25 years old. All of our neighbors are going through kitchen and bathroom models because stuff just gets out of date. It starts to wear out. And... I listen to the hassles that they're going through with trying to find an electrician to move this outlet, a plumber to move this toilet, an, an AC guy to move this air vent. And then when they get to a kitchen and bathroom out, they're like, oh, and I got to get somebody that's going to do cabinets for me or tile work. By you guys doing that whole one call does it all thing that you guys do at Midway Services, you really, it's like you're doing like a church service in people's kitchens and baths because it is a living nightmare to get contractors to work together. Right. I mean, where'd you come up? I mean, did somebody come up and smack you upside the head and say, Bill, we're tired of dealing with all these different people. Just you do it all. Yeah. And again, when you when we started doing the multifamily business, we were given some mantras, you know, to be able to turn units in five to ten days so that they could get the rental pool going. And you start getting guys that that are pretty well talented, and we have all the licenses in house. So a lot of times, you know, we may have a plumber inside a house, and he needs to help the electrician hang an air handler, or, or be able to move a duck, or be able to help the electrician. So you know, our guys when they go into a kitchen and bath remodel 
and or you know uh, you know in multifamily or what have you, they recognize, hey, we're all on the same team. It's not like I'm working for ABC Plumbing and I'm just coming in to do the plumbing and then don't ask me to help the electrician to do anything because I don't get paid by that electrician. So we really felt like there was a lot of common elements with trades guys, and they all had you know channel locks and screwdrivers and things that that nature. And and trade guys are really very very smart guys. They're just highly uh, talented in a specific trade. But you take an electrician, a lot of those guys can do a lot of the other tasks that some of these other trades are doing, and vice versa. So what we've done is we've tried to create a little bit more of a team atmosphere. Let's help each other. We can get done quicker, get done out of here, get get out of here quicker, and then help the client ultimately, which is really, really the thing that should be our goal. What does the customer want, and what do they expect, and how do we either give them or exceed those expectations. Okay, and then you bring in the customer. All right, here's where your faith gets challenged probably more than anything. You've got lots and lots of employees, but you get customers, and customers are tough. How do you live out your faith in serving these customers? I mean, because customers can sometimes be difficult. They can be exacting. They can sometimes be unexacting, which causes you even more difficulty how do you live your faith out in in customer service when things don't go the way you expected them to go? Again, I, I, what I try to do, Jim, and and, I, and I'm certain you know there's customers out there that probably have not felt like I've done a great job of it. But I try to look at it as I want to be on either side of the table when I come to a resolution. There are times when things don't go right, but here's what I try to do, and and I I probably have missed it, no doubt, but. My 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 objective is when I'm at odds with somebody, am I willing to slice the pie in half and take either slice? And I think that's a very good way for us to kind of judge what what our motives are and judge what expectations are. You know, and I, I think of when, when my kids were, you know, six, seven years old, a couple of my boys were that age, and there'd be one slice of pie. I says, okay, well, you slice it and your brother's going to choose. Well, guess what? When you do that, <laughs> you get really careful about the way you slice that pie. And I do try to look at it that way, that if I was on the customer's shoes, sometimes we're never going to be happy with each other, but I try to be as fair as I can. And ultimately, you know, the Word of God says, I need to use a just balance, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, if you talk about the Old Testament, there was a lot of guys that didn't use a fair set of balances, right? They they cheated the system. That's not, that is not incumbent upon us as believers. We should be as fair as we can be. And, And I try to, I try to honestly live that out. And, I, and I'm sure that I've missed it. But ultimately, that's my guiding light, if you would. How do you teach priorities to other people? How do you help your, your co-workers, your employees? How do you make sure that they're keeping their priorities straight, or at least setting a demonstration example of it? Yeah. And, and one of them that comes to mind, Jim, when you ask that is, uh, you know, we consistently encourage that families first, Right. Uh, so what happens is the real test of a of an owner is 
when someone, one of the children of a technician is sick or they need to go, you know, take care of someone in their family and something of that nature. When when we as a business owner have the ability to uh, encourage that or uh, to, you know, come down heavy on them for them taking care of the family. And, uh, you know, I have to take a position of we have customers, they need to get taken care of, but Again, your first priority is your family. Your first priority is at home, and you need to take care of that. And sometimes that's not convenient to live out. But if we have a uh, a conviction and we're not willing to share that because it's inconvenient, then we're really not living our faith out. So even when it causes um, inconvenience in our world, we need to, you know, live by the the mantra that we're communicating outside of that, and that is put fa- put family first. And, and, and again, if I called your wife and said, "Okay, this is what Bill's encouraging in all the employees at Midway Services," how's he doing at home? Yeah, what would your well, wife say? Well, let let's not make that call today, Jim. Please. <laughs> so I don't have her number. You're lucky. Yeah. Thank you, sir. No, I, I think you know. Again, it's a balancing act. It, you know, listen. Uh, there's a lot of things that pull at at, uh, at business owners, at at salespeople, at technicians, at you know whatever line of work we're in. There's nothing being handed out in America today, and and it's tough. It's tough to do the balancing act. I would say this. You know, we want to get back to the Word of God. We want to make sure that you know God help me. You know, build some extra room in my schedule so that I can uh, work through the, the tough situations, not overcommit. That's probably one of the biggest challenges for, you know, uh, us being Americanized today is that we overcommit. We're, you know, we're building a, a 10-hour day and a nine-hour schedule, or a 10-hour schedule and a nine-hour day, and it makes it tough. So that, that's, the, that's the challenge, and, and it's a challenge for everyone. And I don't think anyone, whether they're, you know, um, owning a business or not owning a business, I mean, we've all got pressures in the world that we live in, and we've just got to build a little bit of wiggle room, you know? You know, as, as Midway Services handles, like we've talked about, plumbing and electrical, uh, AC, services, but you're also doing the kitchen and bathroom model. You know, one call does it all. If I were to call one of your technicians, one of the, or maybe just one of your staff people that are handling the phones, right? how would, if I said, hey, how does Bill live his faith out of work? What have you seen demonstrated? What would they say? Well, they probably would communicate just like most of us, um, whatever the last event was, right? I mean, to, to be real, that's that's kind of what, you know, how we live our lives. The last time I had an event with, you know, somebody, that's that's my last impression. Um, hopefully they recognize it's a guy who cares and a, a guy who's hooking up people with people, hooking up, you know, uh, customers and uh, technicians and, and, and they're feeling honored and so forth. Uh, but uh, you know, again, it's it's a lot of the ma- management and middle management in between that may uh, differ that story a little bit. So I think it's uh, for ownership groups, you've got to continually emphasize that and continue to hold a high standard for your customer. And I think when you communicate what the customer wants is what the customer needs to get, and we need to deliver it at a high level. I think that you know, I think that that's a, a way of honoring the Lord. Hmm. Bill Wolf, Midway Services, thanks so much for coming on iWork for him today and sharing your story. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Jim.
appreciate right. it. Check out Bill online, midwayservices.com, midwayservices.com. Martha, we had a really crazy, busy show today, didn't we? It was a lot of fun. And, and, and just a lot of business people just sharing their testimonies, what the Lord is doing. It's just exciting to see all of that going on. And we just hope our listeners have gained something that they can take away and think about this weekend about what they could do differently at work. Talking to Bill online, does it make you want to do like a kitchen or bathroom model? Oh, you can't imagine. I bet. I can't imagine. <laughs> we'll have to make sure Bill can't hear this. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in to I Work For Him today. Thanks for giving us a great week. Lord, we just pray that the Lord would really move in your life and connect to what you hear this coming Sunday with what you do next week and your nine to five. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our work place it's our mission field but ultimately i I work work for for him. him